we might not be in a relationship that we thought we were going to be in. We might not have the right mate. You know, sisters in here. We might not have the right sister. We just might not. But why? How do we attract those things into our space? So some of the things that, that, that you'll understand is that the reason why you are not experiencing the thing that you really want, the reason why you're not experiencing the thing you really, really want is because you are really looking for something else. I know that was going to sound, that, that's, that may sound, sound crazy. But what you'll find is that where your attention is, where if you write notes, it's going to take it now, it's time to go in and do this thing. Wherever your attention is, wherever your thoughts are, that's where your actions will lead you. You begin to attract certain things into your space. You begin to attract certain things into your space. Usually, we have this thing that we talk about the power of, of the present moment. Why do we attract the things that we attract? Why do we keep experiencing the same thing over and over again? Why do we keep standing in the same types of jobs, the same types of situations, living in the same neighborhood, always broke, over and over and over and over again. Why do we keep doing it? Because as a man thinketh, so is he. But I want to give you, I want to give you the, the, the tools behind that, because that sounds good, but why is it? See, most of our thoughts, we spend more time thinking about what happened yesterday. We carry around the pains of the past. Then we also spend time worrying about the future. How many of anybody ever worried about a bill that got to be paid next Thursday? You don't, you don't know where in the world that money coming from. But guess what? That's next Thursday. What are you doing now? We spend so much time. We spend most of our time. Now, now dig this. Now, 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 make sure you get, I want to spend, uh, spend a minute here so you understand this. If most of our life, and this is a, a poem that came to me some years ago. It says, most of our life has been, most of my life has been filled with such great sorrow most of which never occurred. I'll say it again. Most of my life has been filled with such great sorrow, most of which never occurred. Why? Because most of the day, we are so busy, worried about what's going to happen when we get home. What kind of argument am I going to get in? What I got to deal with when I get to the job. You ain't even got to the job and you already worrying about it. You, ain't, you in your car heading home and you worrying about what you're going to have to tell your wife today. You worried about two weeks from now when a bill due, the day the 12th, and you worry about a bill that's due on the 26th. Is that real? Let me erase the illusion it's not. The only place that that frustration, don't you feel frustrated in those moments? That frustration is real when you're worried about the future and then you stress about what happened yesterday. Most of our lives, we wrestle with the fear of the future and the pain of the past. And if you think about it for a moment, most of your day is pretty much occupied by that. 
you worrying about what you're going to do or think about what you're going to do tomorrow or you worrying about what happened yesterday and who did you wrong and why they did what they did and how often they keep doing it and, and, and what I'm going to say. Anybody ever had a whole dialogue with how you going to cut somebody out? No, tell the truth now. You done played the whole scenario out. If they come in, we're going to do this, and I'm going to say this, and this is how I'm going to do Because, see, I know they're going to say this after I say that, and then we're going to all get together and say this together. You know, we, we do that quite often. But guess what? Who created that movie? Where? Most of my life has been filled with such great sorrow, most of which what never occurred. The only place that it exists is in your mind. It exists in your mind because you are constantly thinking about the future and you're worrying about what happened in the past. And we do all of that. And what are we sacrificing most? The present moment. That's the only thing that's real. This is called erasing the illusion of our life. Most of our life, every waking second of our life with wrong thinking is an illusion because all we're doing is operating in the fear of the future and in the pain of the past and we do it all at the sacrifice of the present moment but dig it though is the is is the past gone will it ever come back so therefore it is a figment of what our imagination is just there now has the future gotten here? Nope, it hadn't gotten here yet because it's what? It's in the future. And guess what? Technically, it never will get there because you'll constantly keep moving. The only thing that is real, and if you don't get anything today from what we talk about this morning, get this. The only thing that is real, gentlemen, gentlemen, the only thing that is real is the present moment. But how cheaply do we give her away worrying about stuff that ain't got here yet and stressed out about what happened yesterday? Again, most of our life is filled with such great sorrow, most of which never occurred. So what do we do with the present moment? Because we are constantly, see, the present moment is that that fine line is that narrow walk that God talks about. That narrow path, the straight and narrow. Straight and narrow don't veer off into the past and it don't wiggle off into the future. The straight and narrow is now. The only thing that is real is now. And if you really think about it for a minute, anybody not get that the only thing that's real is right now? Because the past is gone and the future ain't got here? Anybody don't get that? All right, so now that we're on the same page, what is it that we're doing with the present moment? What we're doing is God has given us something called dominion and free will to create our place. Yes, you have dominion and free will. And so when you have dominion, I mean, it don't make sense to have dominion without free will. Because if you don't have free will, why give, me, why give me the power if I can't use it? So God has given you the ability to make decisions and choices on your own. He has laid out a plan for your life. But guess what? You got the right to choose. So what is it that we're doing with this now moment? Well, the way we think 
in this moment is that gateway. Whatever we plant, that's the fertile ground. Right now, right now is the fertile ground in which we plant our wants and desires and needs. Scratch that first word, that first word, because I'm going to deal with that want thing in a minute. I'm about to destroy that. That want demon, I'm going to slay him in a minute. You're going to have the want demon funerals. Funeral. I'm going to read a piece out of um, the book here. It says, page 80, your breath father. Most of our lives have been, filled, have been the result of misunderstanding, misunderstanding the power of attention. Our experiences here have been predominantly based on need, want, and the lack of. We are consistently and constantly asking for that which we do not possess. We find ourselves making statements like, Lord, I've been a good person and I don't understand why I am always struggling. Lord, I know that I am in need of a new car. I just want, I want, you notice I keep saying I I need, I, I, I want a new job because I don't make enough money to buy a home for my family. I need, I want, I don't have enough. See the pattern? What happens when you begin to take your present moment, which is the fertile ground in which God has created for us to plant our wants, plant our desires, our thoughts, the visions that we have in the present moment? I mean, think about a farmer. Does a, a farmer plant yesterday? No. Does he plant tomorrow? No. He can only plant right now. You can't plant a seed, you know, in the future. You can make a plan. You can make preparation to plant tomorrow. But the actual act of planting is in the now experience. So let's cultivate this now thing for a minute. What is it that we're actually doing when we're in the present moment and we're sacrificing that now experience talking about what we don't want? Man, I don't want to go home and deal with this foolishness. What are we, what are we planting? We're planting this, the thought of the entire argument. We're literally, because God has given us dominion and the ability to attract things into our space. He's already given it to us. So right here in this moment at the now experience, when we say, I need, let's get to this prayer thing. This is it's a formula that, 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 that Jesus, because Mark broke that thing down for us. It's a prayer that says, whatever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have already received it, and it is yours. What is that really saying? Whatever you desire, when you, play, when you pray, be, believe that you have already received it, and it is yours. That is a statement that is in the affirmative. The words that come out of our mouths, that are the fruits of our thoughts, go deep down into the ground, and whatever it is that we plant, that's what manifests. So what, what, what God is telling us here in this moment is that what do we need to, need to plant? We need to plant the affirmative, that, it's all, that we've already received it. Because the moment that you plant in this fertile ground that I don't have it, well, Lord, I don't have, you know, everything I need, so I want. See, people think that when you, you keep 
praying for this is what I want and this is what I need, what do you think you're going to get? More what? More want and more need. Lord, I need me a new car. Oh, oh, God said, okay. Because see, what you got to understand is the nature of God. See, one thing that I have learned about the nature of God and this universe that he beautifully orchestrated is that it's absolute, pure, abundant potential. That everything, everything, everything that you could ever desire, dream, think you want is here. You have the ability to tap into it. See, God really don't understand lack and want from, you know, from our perspective. Because everything that is came out of him. Everything that is came out of him. So is there any lack? Is there any want? No. And you have access to it. All you have to do is speak to the mountain, tell it to be removed, and it shall be. But the problem is, is we never speak to the mountain. We, you know, see what Jesus, see, like what, what we're trying to do. Jesus ain't say, uh, um, I want the mountain to be removed. No, he spoke in the affirmative. Move. 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 Leave it. <laughs> you know, leave it. When you, when you take this present moment experience, and I keep staying here in this present moment because I don't want us to continue to sacrifice it, giving it away to conversations and dialogues and, and this whole roundabout way of thinking in this illusionary world. And you sacrifice so much of a, your life because of the wrong thinking. One thing that, oh yeah, that's powerful. Mm. One, of, one of my mentors, um, his name is uh, Dr. Wayne Dyer. You, every now and again, you may hear Doc talk about um, Dr. Wayne Dyer. He says in one of his books, when you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at actually change. You have the ability to summon and attract into your space everything you want. But the problem is, is the dialogue that you're having with yourself. You have to have the right dialogue with yourself in this present moment because what you wind up doing is you continually are planting every moment you're planting now as you take a step today you're planting right now what is it that you're planting right now see the decision that you all made this morning to come you know you could have been in your bed chilling could have been washing the car (laughs) but you made a decision to be here with the brothers because you thought there was something that you might get because you're here There are certain gems that you'll be able to take away and you can plant them in your now experience because whatever you plant in your now experience is what will manifest in the future. And then really all you have is another now experience. You can't be happy tomorrow. You can only be happy now. You ever been happy yesterday? (laughs) You know, you know, all of a sudden, you, you right now, and you happy. You can't be happy yesterday. The only time you could be happy is now. And the only opportunity that you have 
to live and to make decisions to be great is now. See, it all boils down to the choices that we make predicated by the thoughts that we hold true. What, what are you holding today? Fear, let me tell you something. I cannot, I, I can't get past this if I don't talk about fear. What is fear? You all heard the acronym before, false evidence appearing real. Fear is nothing but false evidence appearing real because we walk so heavily, so heavily in the pain of the past and the fear of the future, which is really just ego-based because when you really understand who you really are, there's nothing that can really hurt you. This earth suit, no matter what, will pass away one day. I don't care what you say. It, It will pass away. But there's something inside that will be left. So if there's something inside that once this passes away that will be left, then there must be something bigger and stronger that is infinite. And see, if it's infinite, can it be hurt or destroyed? But the problem is, is we see ourselves, we see our, we take our lives so serious. And see, that's what pastor talks about a lot of times. We take our life too serious. You don't laugh enough. Well, the reason why we don't take our life, we take our lives so serious is because we believe in this earth suit so much. And we get caught up in defining, you know, like that whole laundry list of stuff that, that breaks it right off. Oh, uh, you know, the chairman of the board for the African-American Chamber of Commerce and blah, 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 blah. And the, the, the degree in this and this school and you know, has this company and this accolade and all that. We get wrapped up in that. And so what winds up happening is we don't want to lose any of the things that we have. We don't want to lose the car that we drive. We don't want to lose the big old house that we live in. We don't want to lose the relationship with the beautiful girl that we have. We don't don't want to lose these things. Why do we want to lose them? Because we identify with those things. And we define ourselves by those things. But see, the, the sad part about it is those things are fleeting. And see, when you try to hook your infinite self up with fleeting things... It's this constant pull. And that stuff is heavy. One thing that I learned from a, a, a very dear friend who has, was extremely wealthy at one time and lost everything, but is now happier than all. You know? And it's not because you know, he's just, you know, he don't have the worries of all of the stuff anymore. It was that he learned not to be defined by the things around him. See, those things make us weak because when we begin, because see, those, that's the only place that we can fear. Well, I mean, what's there to fear when you're not walking in this stuff? So if we get our minds in the right place and begin to understand that we're infinite and that everything that, everything that is in the universe that God created is at our disposal, is at our disposal and we have the ability to speak it now. See, most of the time, the vision that you have, you don't speak it enough. What do, what do we do with this present moment? And I'll begin to, 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 to bring this thing to a close. What is it that we do with our present moment? What are you doing right now? What are you thinking about? Do you talk about your dreams enough? Do you speak the vision in your heart enough? Do you share it? Do you eat, breathe, sleep it? Do you write about it? Visualize it. Sit there. That's, that's half your problem. You sit there. Do you get excited about it? See, let me tell you something. One of the weaknesses that I had 
was I, as a very young businessman, I wanted to be taken seriously. Now, this is the crazy part. I dig this. As a very young businessman, you want to be taken seriously. So, you know, perception-wise, you think you need to govern yourself a particular way. You need to be conservative and quite articulate. And when you're handling people's money, you need to make sure that they feel comfortable with you. And the only way they're going to feel comfortable with you is if you're even-keeled and, you know, don't, not easily excited. And, you know, our other friends, they don't tend to get too passionate about things. And, you know, we, we walk like this, and we're very cool. But that was my demise because there was something that was inside of me that I was passionate about, but because I had this illusion in my head, and I thought, I thought, dig it now, dig the word, I thought that I had to be a certain way in order to attract certain people and to live out my destiny. Well, my destiny, I've always wanted to do what I'm doing right now, was to live a life where I travel the world and I empower the lives of people where they can live the greatest life they ever dreamt of, where I can empower people to a place where the thought that they have in their mind, the vision that they have for their life can manifest. And if I can give you some tools in order to do it, if I can help you along the way, I am happy. This right here, this it, baby. This right here and, and, and book sign and workshops and seminars and imparting with brothers and sisters around the world and actually seeing them manifest. That's it for me. The illusion, we have a lot of illusions and that's the stuff that occupies our present moment. See, one of the illusions that I had was that I had to be a certain way or that I had to already be rich for people to even want to hear what I had to say. That was an illusion. And so when we, we get so wrapped up in our illusions, which is nothing but flesh and stuff that's stuff that's temporal we get so wrapped up in our authentic self is bound and we we lose our power in the present moment to plant in that present moment to manifest the blessings that God wants to put into our lives when you're not excited about what you're doing it's drudgery You can never attract the life that you want, the house that you want, the car that you really want to drive, the wife that or the relationship that you want to be in. You can never attract those things by being quiet. You have to be loud enough. And the more energy and the more passionate you are about speaking the vision, stop sitting on your hands. Stop compromising because that's all you do because every day you have the you have the right and the the, the ability to choose the life that you want to be. You can, you can choose to be great or you can choose to be average. In this moment, it's, it's a now experience. What am I going to plant? In this moment, I have the ability to choose to be great. You can choose right now to manifest the dream of your life and keep planting it every day. I don't care what money. Listen, let me tell you something. Money pops out of nowhere. And I'm going to wrap up with this. The way God created this thing, This experience, this universe, is one big, giant dream machine. That's it. And when you get that, when you get that everything in creation, learn this now, 
This is one of the other things. If you're taking notes, get this right here. Get this. Everything in creation comes from a dream. And a dream ain't nothing but a thought. Everything, I'm going to keep saying everything, everything comes from a dream. Everything comes from a dream. Everything comes from a dream. So when God says, as a man thinking, so is he. As a man thinking, so is he. Everything is a dream. Let me prove it to you. Anybody don't believe me? Let me prove it to you. Let me ask you something. But what are you sitting on right there, sir? That's a pew. Hmm. I guess somebody sat there and said, boy, I tell you, you know, I know people go to church and, you know, they get tired of standing up. So we ought to make these chairs. But, you know, but them little bitty chairs, well, let's make big long chairs and we're going to stretch it out. And You think that ought to work? You think people would like to sit in that? And somebody said, man, ain't nobody going to buy no chair, no sit in no big long chair. This is the craziest thing I ever heard. Yeah, you right. <laughs> or they say, shoot, you don't know what you're talking about. Let me build these chairs and bam, guess where you're sitting in it. Let me see. Uh, 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 them shoes you got on, did, um, did you make them shoes? You bought them, right? You think somebody was sitting up some, somewhere someday saying, you know, I'm going to make some shoes, and, and, and they're going to be brown leather, and they're going to have um, um, some red stuff on some strings. It's, oh, ain't nobody going to buy them shoes. It's, oh, yes, they will. Yes, they will. Guess what? Guess what? He believed in it enough. He talked about it enough. He shared it with his friends, and somebody believed in it, too, and they all got together and got Boom. There you go. It's in the store. He done got him on his feet. Look at the shirt. Touch Everybody touch the shirt. Touch the shirt. Did you make the shirt? Did you make the shirt? Somebody else dreamed about that shirt. Somebody thought about it. I'm going to make a shirt. I'm going to make an orange shirt. I'm going to make a brown shirt. I'm going to make a tie. I'm going to make this. I'm going to make all kinds of stuff. And say, I'm going to sell them. 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 Somebody going to buy. And then here you go. And you in the store. Oh, boy, I need me a new outfit. I need a new outfit. And bam, there you go. You walk in and say, oh, I like this outfit with the Chinese writing on it. Oh, bam. I'm, oh, I'm straight now. It was a dream. This building. We weren't even around. But guess what? We get the benefit from somebody else's dream. This building, these lights that's up there, this desk, somebody thought, I'm going to make a desk so the preachers can stand behind the desk and we can make it and they can preach and they can deliver the word and they can hit on it and do all kinds of stuff. But guess what? Somebody had a dream first and guess what? It, they believed in it, they talked about it, they worked at it and it manifested. There is nothing in your space, my space or anywhere else's space on this entire planet that is not, that not have its genesis in a dream or in a thought. So when the word says, as a man thinketh, so is he. That is the most powerful thing that you can understand because the only way you can do it is plan it in the present moment. When you believe it, you know it, you visualize it. Everything in your space, everything down to the smallest piece of dust in your house is systemic of a dream. Everything, everything. So what does that tell you? Somebody's dreams are manifesting. Why aren't yours? And if they aren't, all you have to do is change the way you think. That's all you got to do. Just change the way you think and know it. Know it. It's one thing to believe your mama going to beat you if you go in the cookie jar. It's another to know for her to beat you and to know that she's going to beat you. So take belief one step further and know that you can create it. Because everything in creation, because he's given you the ability to create. Because he's giving you the dominion, he's giving you the free will, he's giving you all the tools, he's, told, he's giving you the form, and he told you to speak to the mountain, he's told you all of those things, and you can manifest it. There's nothing, please fill my spirit with this one, there is nothing, there is no vision, Pastor Cotton, ain't no vision that you got, Doc, that can't manifest. I don't care if you don't have the money. Money, money is just a byproduct. Trust me. It's just a byproduct. It's how you get to where you want. But guess what? You wind up attracting it to you. 
everything. Don't worry about where it's coming from. Don't worry about where. Just keep moving. Just keep moving. Don't worry if you don't have the money now. Don't worry if you don't know everybody. You don't have the right relationships. I ain't got the people in my Well, guess what? If you keep saying that you don't have the stuff in your relationship, guess what you're going to have? I ain't going to have it because you're planting it right in now. Stop sacrificing your present moment experience talking about what you don't have and what you need and all of this kind of stuff. Speak to the mountain. Say, believe that you already have it, and it shall be yours. If you understand those things, fellas, your life can change overnight. It's not a miracle. It's your right. Jesus do it step by step. Moment by moment. And when you hear that voice, they say, oh, yo, you can't do that. Just, you know, don't argue with it. Just look at the voices out. It's so cute. And keep on going. That's a whole nother, that's a whole nother discussion that I give, you know, dealing with that voice thing. Because he talks to you. And you, you know, he can be a little negative sometimes. But don't argue with him. Don't get into a long, long discussion. It's a waste of your time. You only you got now. Or you just... Do what you do, but stay positive. Fellas, this is my purpose. This is my passion. My name is A.D. Roberts, and I love doing what I do right now. The dreams, everything is yours. You just have to keep dreaming and work towards it and speak it every single day. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate you, boy. God bless you, man. Guys, that's powerful. That's powerful. We thank for Antoine. Guys, he's